Hey everybody, I'm Alan. I watch a lot of movies. This is Alan at the movies. Uh, okay, I'm a bit of a glutton for punishment sometimes. Uh, I don't know if you knew that. I watched Space Jam 2 the other day. So, uh, and voluntarily. Because I don't have... The, that's the important part about this. Yes, I have this podcast. I guess I need to remember that sometimes... If I don't have an interest in the movie, I don't have to actually watch the movie. It's okay. This is a hobby. However, this... This, uh... Today's punishment is an old thing with me. I... I will watch... Like, there was a chunk of time where I... Like, I fell in love with M. Night Shyamalan movies early, like everyone else did. There's a reason why all of his movies start with the director of Sixth Sense, M. Night Shyamalan. Uh, because everybody fell in love with him around that time. And then uh, I fell out of love with him and his movies pretty early on again, and then stopped watching them for a while. There's a handful of them that I wouldn't watch. And then... He would release a trailer, and the trailer would suck me back in because his trailers look really fascinating, and I think I have a theory that I'll talk about today as to why his trailers are so good. Um, I'll talk about it a little later on, but he'll, and then he'll sucker me in. I'll watch. I'll watch it. I'll be. I'll be pleasantly surprised with a good chunk of the movie, and then, and then he loses me, and so I'm okay with it. And then I'll watch a couple more, and then I just lose interest and in like it ebbs and flows. Like my interest and my desire to watch an M Night Shyamalan movie is very like fluctuating, and it I'm not. I wonder with Shyamalan, are there people like the Zack Snyder fans, for example? I'll use him as the, the or the Christopher Nolan fans, where they just they ride or die with M Night Shyamalan, and everything he does is pure gold, and it's wonderful and it's delightful. And anything, anytime you see anything negative about them. You are a piece of shit, and you deserve to die. Like, I wonder if that fan that exists for several other directors exists for Shyamalan. Uh, or if he is from far enough back pre-internet days where, like, or pre-heavy like heavy internet, where he doesn't have that ride-or-die fan base. I'm just curious. But anyway, like I said, uh, I I will like I, I I don't watch a ton of his stuff. Um, like Split, and I watched Split, and I watched uh, so I watched Split and uh, Split, for example. Like I actually really liked Split until the reveal that it was connected to the connected universe to Unbreakable. And I hated that decision so much that it retroactively made me hate Unbreakable. Uh, and then 
but I still, I, I watched it, I, uh, and then I move along, and I watched Glass, because I was like, well, I need to complete the trilogy, and again, that one left me underwhelmed, and, but he, like, he won me over with The Visit, I really loved The Visit, uh, as a whole, uh, even his twist in that one was really good. Or at least not obnoxious, I guess is the way to put it. Um, it didn't distract from the rest of the movie to the point of ruining the movie as a movie experience as a whole. And that, like, but, like, in general, like, I have, so to go back again to the trailer talk, like, I don't know how he keeps getting to make movies. Um, cause it does feel like so much. Everyone is caught on to his tricks and nobody is amused. Uh, I remember back when the movie, his movie devil was coming out with movie fascinating, uh, subject matter. People are trapped in an elevator and then they're dying. And one by one, trying to figure out what's going on and what's happening. Uh, the trailer is tense and like visceral, gets a good reaction from you, and it is intriguing and makes you want to watch the movie. Uh, I remember watching that trailer in the movie theater, and fucking like everyone in the theater is into it. And then it says the new movie from M Night Sh from the mind of M Night Shyamalan, and the entire, and I mean entire fucking theater, burst into laughter. Like I've never seen a trailer elicit just go from like having someone like emotionally invested into the into the movie. To immediately losing them. Just going, oh, fuck this. This is going to be dumb. And, and losing them. Um, like, it just is just fascinating. His relationship with fans. Uh, I think his desire to be Hitchcock is so apparent. Uh, like, complete with his just obnoxious cameos in every movie. Uh, he needs to remember that the Hitchcock cameos were, like, subtle and small and in the background and didn't affect anything. <laughs> Meanwhile, his cameos stand out like a sore thumb. I'm like, Stan Lee had more fucking, <laughs> like, discreet and almost unrecognizable cameos than, than fucking, than you. You, you suck at this. Uh, but you do it because you want to be Hitchcock. I get it. Um, anyway. Uh, this is a long way of saying I had no real interest in seeing old. Uh, the trailer, I mean, it's a fascinating idea. You find yourself on an island and you start aging. Uh, there's children, so they are aging rapidly and more visually, and it's very, like, jarring and a great way to show the aging better than you can with just an adult. Like, I still 
my cousin, anyway, contends that I still look like I did when I was 25 and I'm 41. I know if I look at photos of me, I can see the same face, but it is so much more aged. Um, and a few things that this movie does really well, uh, the aging makeup, the very subtle aging makeup, because they, and the way it's done throughout the movie, uh, the casting of the, uh, the children and their adult counterparts, um, in, and their growth and development is very, like, very fascinating and, like, very well done. They look very similar to each other. Uh, the story and the way it's told, uh, the drama and intensity and, like, the development, you really feel for it. Like, the story itself is a really great, could be, I suppose, a really great allegory for uh, the way disease and uh, mental illness in your family forces you to age faster through your beyond your means to become full-fledged adults before you're ready like and how the passage of time and growing up catches up to you before you know it if you don't slow down and appreciate the little things and little parts of life as you're dealing with it like that movie is there. It's in there. The bits and pieces of it are there. And I can see it, and I can, like, appreciate that they're there. Uh, the problem comes from the ending. Uh, like, I understand the appeal of wanting a happy ending. I understand the appeal of wanting to send people home with a smile on their face. Um, and I understand, like, in general, the, like, the one, this, the movie spends so much time explaining what is going on that Shyamalan feels that he has to show you the why it's happening instead of just sort of letting it be mythical and magic or or like the like why groundhog's day is happening uh they never they never explain why it just happens and you just put your faith in it and it exists uh Shyamalan loves or at least in this movie it shows that he really loves to show you exactly how clever he is. And that bites the movie in its ass. Hard. Uh, and I just... Like, it, the movie stumbles from the, from the end. It, you don't know how it... Like, it has a very... It, it has a very natural feeling ending... But then it keeps going. It does that Lord of the Rings thing where it's like, no, maybe this is the ending. Oh, no, 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 this is the ending. Oh, surprise, this is the ending. Oh, wait, this is actually the ending. Uh, and it's just too much. I think he he's too proud of himself. 
and just the way it wraps up, I don't want to. Sp- I'm, I'm trying real hard to not spoil it because, uh, as far as like his twist endings, this is probably uh, one of the the least offensive uh, and. Uh, the least nauseating, like it's not the village where they're. T- it's actually surprise taking place in real time, like in now times. Uh, level of twist. It's not signs where surprise. It's water. Water kills the aliens. Um, it's nothing really stupid like that, but it does feel very like I know this movie was made pre-pandemic but it the twist and the ending feels like it was forced on because of the pandemic uh and it just it just doesn't sit well with me uh at all uh and it makes a lot of times i remind myself that when i ask how does m night Shyamalan keep getting movies made i don't get it he has to be able to make like get like at some point a studio has to go no this isn't working your movies are not good and then i realized that this movie while taking place on this tropical beach in the middle of nowhere it's on a desolate beach in the middle of nowhere where they can shoot all day and probably really cheap and and the his movies are very like while the like at least this one feels like it's a little bit more grander scale you realize if you take a step back it is very low bar it is very very independent probably made on the cheap so even though this movie only made 16 million dollars at the box office I ha- I'm curious, I haven't looked it up, how much money it cost to make this movie. I would, pr- like, it probably made its money back. You're more likely to make your money back because he, I wouldn't say that he cuts corners, but, like, he makes small stories feel big. And it's the same sort of trick, like, Kevin Smith for like is one of my favorite directors, uh, I don't think he's good, but he's one of my favorites, and I will watch most anything that he does. Uh, and he gets to keep making whatever movie he wants because he can make that movie for five million dollars, and he'll and the studios will get ten or fifteen million back. Like, they make their money back. It's an even investment. Like, no matter what, he's not going to make an Avengers Affinity War. He's not going to make the, the, the biggest blockbuster movie that everyone wants to go see. But he has his diehard fans who will go see everything that he watches. So I guess, yet to answer my question from before, yes, Shamalama Ding Dong has this fan base that will go see everything that he makes. But unlike the, the, uh, the insane, right. Uh, they actually are a silent minority because they don't talk about it. They just go do it. And they let the people who 
don't like his movies talk. Which is a fascinating strategy, but then they say, like I said last week, that they pay, they say it with their, not last week, just the other day, the last episode, uh, they, they show their support through their money, through going and seeing, his movie made $16 million, it's his lowest grossing movie opening day, uh, but he's gonna get to make another movie, because people will still go see it. Um, but anyway, that's enough about the what's and the why's behind the studios and what they do. Uh, that's not what this podcast is. This podcast is me talking about movies. Uh, I, as far as a rating, I'm going to give it... <sighs> It's so hard. It's so hard because, like, I'm going to give it a two and a half out of five. Like, like a very middle, very, very middle. Uh, it had the potential to be a three and a half or even a four, maybe. But the ending and the twist and everything just knocked it back down. Uh, I'm not super stoked about it. I do... I do say if you want to watch it, uh, his this feels like an at home watch. Like you don't need to rush to the theater for it. Uh, uh, but at the same time, if you don't go see it in the theaters, uh, douchebags are gonna spoil it for you because the ending is something that should be talked about. Uh, and. It just, so you probably won't be able to escape the twist if you do. I I salute you and your ability to do that. Um, anyway, that's been my review of old. Uh, and thank you for listening. Uh, you can uh, follow along with the show on Instagram and Facebook at Alan at the Movies. You can email me and tell me what movies uh, I should watch alan.brand at gmail.com you can give me a five star review on iTunes uh, turns out you physically can't give less than five Like it's a weird thing that they have with their algorithm uh, if you try and do four and below it just doesn't let you it's only fives um, I'm sorry but that's just how it works uh, and follow along wherever you get your podcasts, and I will see you guys the next time I watch a movie. Bye-bye. <laughs>